Hi, everyone. Welcome back to From the Front Row, brought to you by the University of Iowa College of Public Health. My name is Lexi Therian, and if this is your first time with us, welcome. We're a student-run podcast that talks about major issues in public health and how they're relevant to anyone, both in and out of the public health field. Today, I'm joined by four students in the College of Public Health here at Iowa, and we're going to be chatting about their paths into public health and what they've been up to this summer. Today, our guests are Riley DeWitt, Tavia Raju, Megan Razumov, and Hannah Trimbash. So I'm going to start by just having everyone give us a general introduction, hometown, if you're an undergraduate, your major and your minor, and what motivated you to come here to the College of Public Health. And if you're a graduate student, same guidelines, just tell us your master's program and what motivated you to pursue that program. So Riley, I'll have you start off if you don't mind. Yeah, so my name is Riley DeWitt and I grew up in a small Northwest Iowa town called Cherokee. I'm currently doing the undergrad to grad program in the College of Public Health. So this next year will be my last year as an undergrad, as well as my first year in the Community and Behavioral Health Master's program. Public health was not something I've always thought about, but I always knew I was gonna go to the University of Iowa ever since my brother came here. But I started taking some public health classes and public health soon became very important to me after learning about various social and psychological determinants of health that impact the majority of the population, really. And this sparked my passion, especially since I was never taught this before college public health classes. And a lot of people will never be taught this. So I think it's really important. Definitely. I think that's a really common theme that I've experienced as well, is public health is something you kind of almost double your way into or hear about along your path. Thank you, Riley. Megan, do you want to kick us off next? Yeah, actually, Riley, that's a great point. I remember my first public health like introduction class and public health is so holistic and wrapped around your everyday. So it's very interesting. Yeah, I I felt like I stumbled um, onto it too. But yeah, so my name is Megan Razumov. I'm currently a graduate student. So I did the undergrad to grad program through the University of Iowa. So I got my BA in public health. And now I am within the community and behavioral health department. And I come from the suburbs of Chicago. So one town specifically called Batavia. And I decided to pursue, you know, my BA and then my master's in the community and behavioral health department because my entire family came from and immigrated from Argentina. So, you know, learning to recognize health disparities and health um, inequities between, you know, vulnerable populations and really kind of how that compares and contrasts among different countries and, you know, um, different gender, sexualities, ages, races. And so I think my family would definitely have to be a main part of why I really chose public health and chose to want to learn more and investigate about health outcomes among different groups. So yeah, thank you so much for having me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Megan. That's awesome to hear that your kind of life story inspired you to pursue this path because I feel like there's so many different ways that people can get into it. Thanks again. Kavya, would you like to go next? Yeah. Hi, my name is Kavya. I'm originally from Ames, Iowa, and I'm currently studying public health on the BS track at the University of Iowa. And I'm also getting minors in human physiology and global health. 
So what motivated me to pursue public health was probably how interdisciplinary and community-based the field is. So it's very broad and it covers a lot of different topics, which was great when I came into college, having no idea what I wanted to do. But I always knew that I was really passionate about topics like poverty and food security and different humanitarian issues. And I found that public health really is like a central focal point that views all of these different issues through the lens of health, which was really interesting to me. And yeah, ever since then, I've just really fallen in love with the field and everything that it encompasses. And I think there are a lot of amazing people in the field as well. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Kavya. I love hearing people's perspectives and thoughts on public health because it just gives me new, better ways to like explain it to my family and my friends when they ask, you know, what am I doing here? Hannah, last but not least. Hi, my name is Hannah Trembath, and I'm a second year grad student in the biostats track for the MPH. And I got my undergraduate degree in human physiology from the university. And my original plan was to maybe do go to medical school, but it was towards the end of my bachelor's that I became really interested in that touched more on prevention. And I became really interested in that. And it felt like it got really to the root of things. And so I was also working in a microbiology lab for several years and it focused on antibiotic stewardship. And that kind of fueled, I think, my interest in public health as well. And I specifically chose biostats because the lab I worked at did a lot of publishing and just stats. It's, it's all about the stats. And I've always liked math too. So yeah, that's kind of how I came into this. Awesome. Thank you. I'm glad we've got a biostats person on board to give us some different perspectives today. That's exciting. So thank you all for that quick introduction. Why don't we go in that same order for my next question is what have you all been up to this summer? I know we've got a variety of different experiences and I'm excited to be able to share that with all of our listeners. Yeah, so I am doing Green Iowa AmeriCorps as well as interning. So I at with Green Iowa AmeriCorps, I'm a summer member in the energy and community sector. And the site I work at is Matthew 25 in Cedar Rapids, which is a nonprofit that does a variety of community rehabilitation projects. And I have been working mostly on neighborhood rehabilitation. So I do a lot of phone calls and site visits to homeowners who need help with construction projects that were either caused by the derecho or any circumstance really that they are unable to complete on their own, either due to physical reasons or financial reasons. So we get a bunch of volunteer groups and contractors that are able to complete these jobs at no cost to the homeowners in order to make their homes safer and their lives healthy. I'm also interning with Washington County Public Health. And there I have been working mostly on the China HIP, which stands for Community Health Needs Assessment and Health Improvement Plan. So I've been helping to put together a survey that can gauge the community's opinions of what health topics are the most pressing in their community. I've also been collecting existing data on health topics, anywhere from mental health to emergency preparedness. So this data can be presented to community stakeholders that can help fund health improvement initiatives. So a lot of good experience. 
Yeah, that is incredible, especially since, I mean, you're not even in almost the graduate level education. So the fact that you're getting that so earlier on, I mean, I wish I had that. So congratulations to you. Truly awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of doing some similar work. I'm finishing up my applied practice experience for my master's of public health, and I'm doing it out in Colorado. So at Weld County Department of Public Health, I decided to, you know, travel to another state, (laughs) you know, get outside the boundaries of Iowa and Chicagoland area. So that's super, super cool. And, And, you know, I'm working within the health education, communication and planning division of the health department. And there are two separate projects that I've had my eyes set on, one of them being Outdoor RX. So um, really helping to boost outdoor engagement areas, the built environment, and helping raise or raise awareness to these outdoor engagement opportunities for individuals across different municipalities. So we've created multiple community resource guides that help you know, call out parks, trails, open spaces, disc golf areas, et cetera, and, you know, kind of draw down the barriers to awareness or accessibility or knowledge that some individuals may not have. And so that's one, you know, they're pairing up with different community health organizations to really advocate for outdoor engagement since being outdoors has been shown to help you know, mental health, help your physical health, whether you are doing physical activity or just being immersed in, you know, the outdoor nature area. And just, I mean, like I know sometimes I go outside and I'm looking at trees and flowers and I feel already 10 times better than I would be if I hadn't taken the time out. So yeah, that's one of the main projects I'm looking at. And then the second one being the Wildcat Trail, which is the proposed initiative to create a like 11 mile trail within two different towns, Firestone and Evans, because there are some health disparities with trail accessibility in certain areas, you know, in Northern Colorado, there may be more trails in another area. And so really gauging that gap and ensuring that people have these trails so that they can use them and, you know, be a part of this outdoor community that Colorado sustains as an entire state. So, you know, talking to community stakeholders and ensuring that we're advocating at that level. And I've been refurbishing a community engagement plan to ensure that, you know, not only do community residents know what's out in the area, but that they can also advocate for this initiative so that they're also on board, which obviously buy-in from communities is very important for public health initiatives. But yeah, working at a health department has been a worthwhile experience. So uh, yeah, those are just some of the things that I've done this past summer. That sounds so cool. And I'm so jealous that you're in Colorado. Um, That sounds very fun. Meanwhile, I have been in Iowa City for the whole summer and I'm working as an AmeriCorps public health intern at IC Compassion. So IC Compassion is a local nonprofit in Iowa City and they do a lot of work with immigrant and refugee communities. So they offer a wide variety of services like English tutoring, prep for citizenship classes, and the test and food pantry services. So they do a lot of different things. But what I've been working on is COVID-19 vaccine awareness, nutrition, and food safety. So that's kind of like some of the main projects that I've been doing. A big one that I started off with was COVID-19 vaccine awareness and 
gauging hesitancies within the refugee and immigrant community. So it's been really interesting to kind of create a very rough research project, if you could call it that, just kind of like by myself, um, doing a lot of focus groups and interviews and just talking to the refugee community to see how they feel about the COVID-19 vaccine. And we also had the mobile clinic come and do a vaccine drive. And we've had different educational opportunities to learn more about COVID-19 as well, which has been really interesting to do. And I'm also working with Healthy Life Stars, which is an organization through the University of Iowa College of Public Health. So with different kids who come to IC Compassion, I've been teaching them about uh, leading a healthy lifestyle and like physical activity and nutrition, which has also been so fun. And yeah, aside from working with IC Compassion, I've been doing some research with Dr. Nicole Novak at the College of Public Health. And that has also been regarding refugee and immigrant health, which it just kind of worked out that everything was related to each other. So I've been doing some research on different um, towns in Iowa to see how the demographics of a town relates to the lived experience of people in it and how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected them. And I also have been working as the lab manager in Dr. Christine Peterson's lab. So that's more like hands-on science, a lot of DNA isolating and PCRing, which is always fun. So yeah, that's been like the main things that I've been doing. Have a, a high expectation to live up to <laughs> coming last. I am also doing my applied practice experience like Megan, um, finishing that up. And I'm working with Johnson County Public Health on that. And I am working with contact tracing data. So it's from test records, case investigation surveys, contact tracing surveys, to it's focusing specifically on if masks have been effective with COVID-19. And the project itself started earlier in the year. And I'm kind of just hopping on and doing some more calculations with that. The thing that has definitely been different in my case is that there's a lot more vaccinated people now. And so kind of throwing that in with, you know, how is this impacting with people who are in vac who are vaccinated? And and I I feel like this project has for me been a, about a year in the making because I, I actually worked as a contact tracer last summer with Lynn County Public Health. And so doing that definitely has helped me with my practicum because I, I have an appreciation for and an understanding of, you know, the challenges that go into collecting the data and yeah, the boots on the ground work that goes into. Thank you all for sharing. We have such a wide array of experiences and some really impressive folks on the podcast today. So once again, thank you all for taking the time. My next question for all of you kind of goes along with the explanations of your current activities is how have you been able to connect that back to the degree that you're pursuing or the future work that you want to do, or in what way has it inspired you to maybe look into new paths in your degree or your future work? And for this, whoever wants to start can start off for the sake of time. We don't have to go in an order or anything. I can start. 
Yeah. So for me, obviously I'm working within a county health department. And so that's been very interdisciplinary. And prior to having this experience, I did not know. Well, I was aware through the education I have had with among different departments and students in different departments at, you know, the graduate level that varying perspectives is very significant in the work that you do and the progress that you make within, um, you know, public health projects and such. But seeing it at the county level really helped me register that you consistently have partners next to you or organizations or coalitions that you can work amongst and use their networking or their resources in order to advance what you have going on at like your own organization. And so although I'm not, my interests do not specifically lie in like built environments or like maintaining or creating and building trails in Colorado, I'm actually quite further off. I I have an interest in mental health and substance use. But that being said, a lot of what I did for this work including community outreach and community organizing helped me understand that in the future when I do want to make interventions or programs or start health education among um, and within communities, that you do need to have those strong relationships, not only with community residents, but with stakeholders and leaders and public health organizations. And then that becomes very important in the long run and sustainability of those programs. And so I think that I really learned how to be a lot more confident in the projects that I was speaking about, how to orally present them uh, also in layman's terms, so that it's not just to people who are well-versed in public health, but also people who may not be aware of these projects or these, you know, interventions and programs going on. And so having that experience and getting to interact with multiple educational levels or people who have different experience and backgrounds really taught me it's important to be well-versed and understand your lack of understanding or like knowledge in certain areas and expertise, but, you know, to ask for help, because at the end of the day, when you're working in public health, a lot of it, especially in the community behavioral health field comes from being aware and recognizing and giving credit to the communities that you're serving. And that's how you get effective and efficient programs. So, yeah, I completely agree with that. I definitely think you're doing some amazing work and Again, jealous of Colorado. That has to be so fun. But like Megan, I am also working in a county public health department, which, you know, I would like to do in the future. So I think it's really cool to, you know, go into the office and see what it's all about, see how many different, you know, projects and how interdisciplinary it really is to work in that kind of setting. And also, like Megan was saying, how to like with the survey that we were doing, it was going to be going to all of the community members, how to word that in a way that, you know, everybody's going to understand, especially when we're talking about different public health um, topics. You know, some people may not uh, be aware of what, for example, environmental health is, like, what does that mean to like, the normal community member, you know, so kind of, you know, steering that at and trying to figure out different ways of being really in the field, I think has been really cool experience. Yeah, kind of going off of that, I think the communication piece is really something that you can only learn, like being in the field and doing hands-on work. So I think 
in my coursework, we obviously talk about health inequities a lot, but working at I See Compassion, I think I've learned how difficult it is to navigate our system of healthcare if you are not an English speaker or if you're not familiar with the system or if you don't know what like certain words are, what certain medical terms are, and just that it's really such a privilege to be able to fully trust our healthcare system, which again, we talk about in class, but seeing how there's so many individuals in our community here in Iowa City that do not feel the same level of trust for the healthcare system that personally like I would, and that can also lead to an increased risk of poor health outcomes. And just witnessing that was really eye-opening and just brought to light a lot of like ways that we can change our system and how we can work as public health professionals to break down some of those barriers that cause the inequities that we talk about in class. So yeah, that's been really interesting to see. So definitely for me, communication has been a theme with mine as well, because in my classes in biostats, you know, you get an output and it's interpretation. What do the coefficients mean? But for this, it's been, okay, we have the numbers, let's translate it to in a way that everyone understands. And that's definitely been a mental exercise for me, but a good one. Definitely. Thank you all for sharing that. It seems like one of the key takeaways here is communication comes from practice and appreciating the communities around you. And that's how you can get effective work done. So thank you to all. That was super insightful. I know we're getting close on time, but my last question is one that we like to ask every guest of the podcast. So I'll just ask everyone to give their elevator pitch answer. But what we like to ask everyone before they leave is, what is something that you thought that you knew that you later realized you were wrong about? In this case, in, this, in your field of study that maybe you realized in your internship or just along your path here at Iowa, it can really be anything. Maybe we'll go in that original order and I'll put you on the spot first, Riley, if you don't mind. Yeah, so I think just for me, like realizing that public health is truly everywhere, you know, going into college or before college, I had originally planned on being a nurse. So before having any exposure to public health at all, I was unaware of what it was. So I think for me, not so much like I knew what public health was, but just realizing a little bit about my, what public health is, is that, you know, poverty is a huge public health issue that I don't think as many people think of as necessarily a public health issue. You know, poverty can affect someone's ability to get hired, which then affects their ability to get health insurance, which then affects their ability to receive health care and prescription drugs and mental health care, dental, etc. The list goes on and on, and it's a vicious cycle. And, you know, I wish more people knew about this or were open to learning about this and were more open to, you know, improving the issue because it truly is such a pressing issue. And I think just like the main theme of this is that public health is everywhere. And even when you don't think public health could apply, it really does. So. Yeah. And again, that, that goes back to the first thing that you said, Riley, just that 
public health surrounds you on an everyday basis, which is truly incredible. It's I, I love being a part of this field and every day I learn more and more from the people around me. So and even each of you here. So thank you for talking about your experiences because I am wowed. <laughs> if you could see me, you would see that um, I am. But I, I think for me personally, what is one thing that I thought I knew but was later wrong about would pertain to like the allocation of resources and funding for certain public health problems and such. I used to think that it was very like equally spread about and that like priorities were placed together as like a community and with like public health workers and such based on like community health assessments and needs. And I've come to find out that, you know, certain like county level health departments do not get as many resources or funds from the government that I used to think they did. And so that being said, they're not able to allocate all of that money or potential potential resources and services to certain fields like mental health or like opioid uses and such. And so I think it's becoming more apparent to me every day that, um, looking into private funding and ways to really push forward those initiatives and raise awareness about their necessities is growing. And I think that also deals with a lot of stigma, reducing stigmatization on these issues that some people don't view as crucial or predominant. So, but again, public health is consistently growing and learning and as are we all or as we all are as well, lots of we's and ours. But so yeah, it's very important. And I'm, I'm just glad to have the experience to continue reflecting and viewing my positionality towards that. Okay, something that I thought I knew a lot about was the community in Iowa City and the types of people that lived in Iowa City. But the more that I get out and work within different organizations or groups or whatever it is outside of the university, the more I'm realizing that Iowa City has a lot more diversity than I thought it did. And there are a lot of different groups of people that face different everyday issues or just live lives that are completely different to mine. And I think going to the University of Iowa, I'm very much in a bubble of like-minded people, especially in the College of Public Health and working with different researchers and people who see public health every day, it's a very small bubble where people kind of have the same mindset regarding issues, but getting out of that space and going into different areas of the community in Iowa City, I've just realized that it is so different than what I thought it was like. And just meeting different people and hearing about their experiences has been really interesting and just fun to like meet new people outside of the college of public health. What I have learned is very similar to yours, Kavya. I, the town I come from in Iowa is really, really small and homogeneous in the Southern part of the state. And I definitely, before even coming to the University of Iowa and before starting this grad program, I didn't really have an understanding about disparities and you know, diversity, but definitely living in Iowa City and, you know, learning about public health and health disparities has, I guess, opened my mind a little bit more about, and and it's constant, it's forced me to self-check, you know, like, and be more open-minded and seek out more information and not just accept what, you know, is being put in front of me and to always stay intellectual 
conceptually curious, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Thank you all for sharing that. That's my favorite question to ask. I think it's really amazing that you've all sought out these opportunities that have taught you so many new things just in the short span of a summer. And I think that's really a testament to what our students can find for themselves and what the university can help connect them to as well. So I want to thank you all again for coming. I really enjoyed talking to you all. and I hope you enjoyed being on the podcast. And thanks again. That's it for our episode this week. Big thanks to Riley, Kavia, Megan, and Hannah for coming on with us today. This episode was hosted and written by Lexi Farian and edited and produced by Alexis Clark. You can learn more about the University of Iowa College of Public Health on Facebook. Our podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast, please share it with your colleagues. Our team can be reached at cph-gradambassador at uiowa.edu. This episode was brought to you by the University of Iowa College of Public Health. Stay happy, stay healthy, and keep learning.